Beyonce not expected to arrive until a bit later this year or maybe even early next year. However, it is still a timely reminder for us to make sure that we are cyclone prepared, especially if you are getting ready to head away on holidays over the Christmas break. And joining us in the studio to talk a little bit more about this is Northern Territory Emergency Services Acting Deputy Director, Gemma Ballinger. Good morning to you, Gemma. Hi, Katie. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great to have you in the studio. Now, Gemma, I know that sometimes, you know, when we hear from the Bureau of Meteorology that it may not be as active a cyclone season, sometimes people get a little bit laxed and uh, and think, oh, yeah, I don't need to be too worried about getting prepared for a cyclone. But that is really not the case, is it? No, not at all. And I think we all learn a lot for um, Tropical Cyclone Marcus, I think back in 2018. Um, I think there were a lot of people there that were caught unprepared in that and I think it's just important to note that you know uh, the Bureau uh, make their forecasts and but that's what it is it's a forecast it's not a prediction down mm. to the exact. What kind of things do we need to do to really make sure that we are prepared for cyclone season? Yeah, so there's certainly a number of things that we recommend that uh, Territorians or anyone in the Territory do each season. First one is is to have a household emergency plan. Know what you and your family or what the household is going to do in the event of an emergency. Now, emergencies, I mean flood, cyclone, yes, but this is also a really good activity for fire and a number of other hazards. Um, and it's also important to make sure that the children in your home know about this plan too. It's important that they know what to do just in the unlikely case that you can't be there. Another thing we recommend is to have an emergency kit. Now, we recommend that you have an emergency kit stocked with food and water for enough for about three days. But if you live in an area with above-ground power lines, you probably want to consider longer. As we saw with Marcus, just around the Darwin area, there were reports of people being out of power for 10 or more days. Yeah, I was one of them. We were without power for ages. Luckily, we had an old uh, generator that we were able to to use, and we were very fortunate, you know, to be quite prepared. But you're spot on. Like you don't. There's quite a number of things that people maybe don't think about as well as they should. Even having water. Well, I think uh, there were certainly a lot of lessons learned out of COVID. So, you know, when COVID happened and everyone's rushing to the shops, that happens every time there's a cyclone or a flood um, issue been warning. Mm. So it's important that you get those things like food, water, but don't forget about toilet paper. Um, another big one I want to flag is you need to have a um, battery-powered radio. Yep. I mean, everyone has smartphones these days, but your radio has the ability to transmit the entire time throughout a flood event. Your smartphone doesn't have that ability. Um, um, so don't forget about uh, special needs. So if you have medications, yep. if you have babies, you might want to consider nappies, formula. Um, you know, the shops will be shut for a number of days mm-hmm. in um, some cases. So it's important that you have all those things that you need. I think here in the Territory, a lot of people have a lot of what you need because they go fishing and camping in the yeah. outdoors a lot. Um, but it is important to kind of do a stock take of everything that you have leading up to the season so that you're not one of those people that rush to the shops and have to wait in line and... Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's it, like I find it quite interesting as well. I think that we've kind of become this society where we're so used to the shops being opened no matter what. You know, like even on Christmas Day these days, you can sometimes find somewhere to get different bits and pieces. But the fact is when there is a cyclone or when there's a severe weather event, that is just not the case. I think it's also important for to flag with business owners that they are responsible for their staff during these events. And that includes the travel to and from work. Um, and, you know, it's important that these businesses that do choose to remain open yeah. to make sure that they're making that consideration when they do hear about these weather warnings coming through.
Now, we know that it's not only cyclones that we've got to be uh, got to be concerned about. We've also seen over recent weeks and months, particularly in the Barclay region, uh, the situation with bushfires, and we know that flooding is a massive concern for us in the Territory. And I understand that there has been a recent change with the warning system for the Northern Territory um, for all of those kinds of events. Yeah, so uh, for this season, um, the Northern Territory Emergency Service have implemented the Australian warning system for cyclone, flood, storm and other severe weather. Um, Now, Territorians will already be familiar with this system as this was rolled out for bushfire and heatwave hazards earlier on in the year. Yep. Um, So what this system is, it's basically a a, a national standard for uh, emergency messaging. Basically, what it's all um, stemmed from is that each jurisdiction, so other states and territories, kind of do things a little differently. Yeah. And we understand, you know, the territory is a really transient place, so we need to be making sure that we're doing everything that we can to ensure that the messaging is easy to understand and for those people that are travelling through different jurisdictions so that we're all on the same page and yeah. know what to do and how to prepare for these events that do happen here in the Territory. It does seem like common sense, you know, particularly when you've got people moving from other states and that kind of thing to just make it, uh, you know, across the board, right around Australia, everybody going off the same song sheet. Yep. Now, tell me, uh, we know that with any severe weather event, there is usually that risk of flooding as well or with, a, you know, with cyclones and those wet weather events. What do people need to remember when they're out on the roads or when, uh, you know, when we are at risk of flooding? Because that's another thing that we've got to be concerned about in the coming weeks and months. Yeah, I think uh, when it comes to flooding here in the Territory, because there's such a vast um, area, you know, you could be driving for six, seven hours quite easily, particularly out to a lot of our remote communities. They, that's a normal thing for them. Mm. And, um, you know, it's just really important that if you come across a flooded road in the wet season, you know, what we say is if it's flooded, forget it. It's honestly not worth the risk. You know, you think your vehicle might be able to get across, but is it worth the safety of you and your family? Because there are um, instances every couple of years or so where we are having to go out and rescue people Mm -hmm. that get themselves into these um, situations. And if you're particularly out on a remote road... Just think about how hard it is for us to get to you in time. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Gemma Bellinger, NT Emergency Services Acting Deputy Director, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Thank you.